What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. It's something we're going to get into more here coming up right after what's trending. That is KU in the Liberty Bowl yesterday. They lose to Arkansas in a three-overtime thriller. Absolutely wild finish. Kansas was uh, getting beat up throughout three and a half quarters of that football game. Uh, Kansas, in fact, needed 15 points in the final 66 seconds or so in order to come back and force overtime before losing. We'll get into how the game actually ended and what it means, but a 55-53 loss at overtime certainly was one of the crazier bowl games we've seen in a while, but by far the craziest in this bowl season. Um, plenty of bowl games still to come, but that was just ridiculous uh, last night. A game that started at 4.30 and didn't get over until around 9 o'clock. Yeah, it was probably a Missouri fans' dream given what else took place yesterday. Next up on What's Trending... Missouri Tigers win 89 to 75 over 19th ranked Kentucky. They improved to 12 and one on the season. Kobe Brown with 30 points. That guy is turning into a star. Missouri's expectations certainly are heightened now with this hot start to the season under head coach Dennis Gates. Oh, no question. I mean, that, to me, it's it's now tournament is the expectation. That's that's how quickly he's raised the bar. That's a credit to what he's been able to do. They were fun to watch a little bit last night. Uh, if you caught any of that game, they controlled it from start to finish against Kentucky. That wasn't just like a nail biter or they came back on Kentucky. No, they, they were the better team through the, the entire game. And you just start doing the math on how the schedule is going to work out for a power five conference in the SEC. If you're at 12, 13 wins already, it's not even January. You're only asking for seven more to get to 20. And if you're a 20 win team in the SEC already with a win against a Kentucky and an Illinois well, team, you've showed, yeah, you've like showed you're, you're, you can go toe to toe. Yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, they're, I think Missouri, I mean, it's not crazy to think Missouri could win 22 games this year, including the SEC tournament. Give me Kansas and Missouri in basketball, just so we Sweet can. Sweet 16? Yeah, give me the Elite eight. Give me the taste of this rivalry <laughs> once again this year. Next up on Watch Training, there is football tonight in the NFL. Thursday night football, the final Amazon Prime Thursday night game of the year. And man, is it is it quite the contest tonight in Nashville? The Titans and Cowboys. Oh, yeah. The Titans, who are benching just about everybody to gear up for week 18. Including Malik Willis. Like They're not even starting their rookie quarterback. They are tanking tonight. Plain and simple. During all 32, we'll talk more about this. Um, but there's, I think it's a smart, smart decision for Mike Rabel. Also, if you're the Eagles, you don't like it because the Cowboys winning tonight continues to put a little more pressure. Make sure if you're the Eagles, you're like, you have to keep winning with Gardner Minshew mm-hmm. uh, and find a way to do that. Lastly, on what's trending... Reports are out that Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren has emerged as a top candidate to be the next president slash CEO of the Chicago Bears. He has interviewed in person for the job and is considered to be among the final candidates. The process is expected to wrap up in the upcoming weeks. Kevin Warren uh, famously just this past year (laughs) attracted UCLA and USC from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. So do you think he could be taking those schools with him to the NFL? To the NFC North. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I, I don't think that's how that'll work. But it is interesting that he's potentially trying to, to bail out of, out of the Big 12 and take the, the president CEO gig with the Chicago Bears. Um, is that a better job? Being a president of an NFL team than a commissioner complete, of a conference? I, like, to me, it's like two completely different jobs. I mean, you're co- college, you're also with realignment and stuff. Like, to, I, I, I mean, which job would you rather have? Yeah, president CEO of an NFL team. I'd well, it's more have, fickle. I, I, it's much it, more fickle. It is, but I'd rather have that job, especially now seeing how things are working with uh, with Ryan Poles as the GM. Like you, you start looking like, oh, they might have something. They might have something here with Justin Fields, the quarterback. 
Now remember, president and CEO, that doesn't necessarily mean he's making the football operational decisions. Like, he, you know, just like the Chiefs. Mark Donovan is the business side. Yeah, you're overseeing the brand. Yeah, which so I, I think there's a little more security in that than if you're the GM of the Chicago Bears, for example. That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwartz with you. Paul Charchian of guillotineleaks.com going to join us coming up at 1 o'clock. Championship week. Some of you are already done, but championship week for fantasy football starting tonight. How do you approach tonight's game? We'll ask Charge about that because if you're someone that even if you have the Cowboys players, like my worry, if, you're, if, you, if you have Dak, and you're like, oh, we'll start Dak against a bunch of backups. Yeah, but Nick, if, did they do they be a little less aggressive? Does Dak not put up big numbers tonight because they're not going to be pushed much, it looks like, for Tennessee? Can I, I'm going to, I'm going to pose this question to charge, but I'm in the, I'm in the fantasy championship of one of my leagues. It's so funny. I barely snuck into the playoffs. I got a win yeah. last week of the regular season, got in as the sixth seed. And I am now in the championship game against the one seed. So like I'm seven and seven, he's 11 and three <laughs> on the year, Yeah. but we're matching up. And he sent me a text because he has two guys, Tony Pollard, who is not playing tonight. Right. And Aaron Jones, who's banged up. Questionable. And he asked me, he said, do you want to come to like a compromise? Oh, he wants to chop the pot. Yeah, right. So there's a, there, we are working Ooh. with a, a $1,000 pot here. I and mean, he, and he's, and he's got the better team overall, mm, right? Because he's got, mm. but he also, here's the thing. He also had Jalen Hurts. So now he's starting Gardner Minshew. Well, so that's why he's willing to chop He is ba- So the original split was supposed to be. It was supposed to be what seven fifty for first or something. Yeah, like seven fifty to two fifty. Okay. And he's asking if I want to do closer 50-50? to like yeah to like six fifty to three fifty or six hundred to four hundred. And what he only wants you to get the four hundred? No, like six hundred for first place. Just change oh, the just, payouts. Oh, no. change the payout. I thought you guys were just going to split the thousand five hundred piece and be done with it. No, like like. Sp- Change the payouts from first mm-hmm. to second because he's kind of he's hedging his bet. Well, yeah, he's hedging yeah, yeah, his I bet because it, yeah. he's had the better team all year long. Yeah, it's smart. He already won the regular season payout. If I'm do, you, I I I don't chop it. If I, I'm on your side here, I've got Dak Prescott, Saquon Barkley. Dak scares me tonight because I'm a little concerned he's going to get you like 13 points because they're going to get he's going to get one touchdown, 200 yards, and that's all they'll need tonight. I don't have a good team. Like I'm starting Juju and and Amari Cooper and Jahan Dotson. Dotson's come on strong here. Well, then you know your team better than I. If that's if you're, you're not confident, sounds like the gut chop it up. Then no, I barely made the playoffs. Of course, I'm not confident. I I'm thought a, I'd be sitting at home. Uh, my strategy, real quick, my strategy did pay off. The guy I'm playing has Tua and Jalen Hurts on his team. <laughs> Neither guy yeah. is available. Neither guy is available. Did you ransack all the free agent quarterbacks? Uh, we had some people pick up some other quarterbacks. Love it. I already I have three on my roster currently. Collusion. No, 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 well, no. Sounds like it. Not really. But kind of. Consolation bracket. Some other people needed oh, guard. Yeah. Somebody else needed Gardner Minshew. Right, because there's so Someone much at stake needed, in the consolation so, bracket. Someone else wanted Gardner Minshew. Just so happens they were ahead of him in the waiver order. <laughs> it's not my problem. Funny how that works. Not my problem. Anyway, we'll talk fancy <laughs> football uh, with Paul Charchian coming up at 1 o'clock. I do want to talk more about what, what occurred last night in the Liberty Bowl a little bit and just like how, how wild of a game it was, yes, but also the decision at the very end of the game, which had some people talking. First of all, uh, that was one of the more entertaining bowl games you'll ever watch for a non-national semifinal and all that where it is, let's be real, it's two six and six teams. Um, but it doesn't get any more entertaining than that from uh, the initial outlook of a blowout, an embarrassment, clear talent gap between KU and Arkansas, disappointing end of the season, all of that to where 
Kansas ends up scoring 15 points in the final 65 seconds or so uh, to force overtime. They need an onside kick to go their way. Jalen Daniels you know, took, took over the game in the fourth quarter after making some really bad decisions early on in that game, but ends up setting Liberty Bowl records and all these things, 550-plus yards passing. They go to overtime, three-overtime loss, and it has a different feel because of that. Like, you lost the bowl game, okay? But because they came back after being down 25, it does have a different feel in terms of you can still have some momentum heading into next season if you're Jalen Daniels because your performance, it was looking like you were just going to have the worst game of your college career and get embarrassed. Instead, you ended up putting up a historical day and you lost in a thriller in three overtimes on a two-point shootout. And I I think the two-point shootout format sucks. Said that before KU ended up losing in the in the game. I hate how we do overtime in college football. I, I'm fine with the way the first two overtimes goes. Just keep going. I don't care if we have, and especially in a bowl game in postseason, who cares if they got to play six of them? I hate this idea we're going to a two-point shootout now. It's wasn't, the same that a weird, wasn't that a weird feeling? Like the game was four and a half hours old, and you're like, I need more. Well, did you... I, Either way, like the the fact that it ends just on two point plays, not not get a touchdown, have to go for two, but two point shootouts. What are we doing? Might as well just have them all kick fifty yard field goals. Remember all remember all the talk we've had in the NFL where like every time a team ties and you ask a quarterback about it in the post game press conference, like oh, I didn't even know you could tie in the NFL. I'm like, how do you guys not know this? You know, most of those kids on the sidelines don't understand that because that's the first time they've ever played in a triple overtime game. Yeah, the the two-point shootout thing is terrible for college football. I, I, that, that was terrible beforehand. Uh, and then the actual call there, I, I get that you only have five or six two-point plays in your arsenal, and you may not even have that many. And so... The final play of the game, for those that maybe didn't watch it, Kansas runs a reverse to their backup quarterback, who has started games this year, started games at KU, Jason Bean. They put the ball in his hands, and he looks like he almost just throws the ball away at the back of the end zone. He had a guy open, didn't see him, he was under pressure. But remember, it's a two-point shootout. It is sudden death in that play. And it looked like he just threw the ball away. So maybe he didn't understand the situation, whatever. I get that you only have so many plays to run, and so you're saying, well, then what, you know, you got to, you try to be creative still. I don't care what level of sport you're in for football. How do you not make sure the guy that was white hot as your starting quarterback finishes the game with the ball in his hand in some form or fashion? I, it made no sense to me. That, that's my, that's my only complaint yesterday. I understand it's a three overtime game. How you know how upset can you be? It's a bowl game, six and six teams. But I, I just don't get how Jalen Daniels, who is also your starter next year, it's not like it's it's not like it's he, his career is over. He's your starter next year, and on that play, and he was playing great. You decided that your backup quarterback was going to be the guy that on a sudden death play was going to decide if your game was ending right there, or if you were going to move on to a fourth overtime. Well, I think you know the Kansas offense is so unique, and that's what's made them so good this year. Right, with all the different formations and the the pre-snap motion, the misdirection, it's made them really fun to watch. It's very inventive. Yeah. It's very unpredictable. The problem is if, if you start repeating plays, because these teams only have a certain amount of two-point conversion plays, and I know there are people yeah. saying, well, then just run your fourth and one play. Well, no, fourth and one at <laughs> yeah. your own 20 is sure. not the same as yeah. uh, fourth and two at the other team's two-yard line. Like, right. Teams defend you differently. So coaches do stick to the playbook a little bit, and most teams don't have... 25 
two-point conversion plays, right? You've got a handful that you sort of go to because you don't expect to have to use six in one game. So I think the Chiefs there, I think Kansas kind of got to the end of that playbook, and you don't want to run a play that you've already run because because your formations are so unique. If I trot one out that I played in the first quarter, you're going to know exactly what play I'm running because we've already run it against you, and you knew what we did when we lined up with three guys over here and this quarterback doing this. So I understand it, but that's been what Kansas' success has been predicated on is the the unpredictable play calling. So I'm trying not to now criticize them for the thing that I have lauded them for oh, the all cre- season long. The creativity has been great all year. Look, this is an offense that prior to their arrival was struggling to score over 24 points a game. And they just finished a bowl game scoring 53. And, and all year they were one of the top offenses. In fact, they were the top offense for a couple weeks or first four weeks or so, whatever it was of the season. So I, I, I'm with you. And that's why like, it's not this huge, like nobody should feel different about the coaching staff because of yesterday. No, come on now. That's, that's ridiculous. I just, I, and we do this more, with Andy Reid all the time. Sure. Sure. I, I just, I just don't know how, even if you are quote unquote running out of plays, I know you don't want to repeat them, but like, I can't let my backup quarterback be the guy that's throwing the pass on the final play. Of the game. I just, just can't, I, that is just a, something that I, you're going to have a hard time ever convincing me that it's a good idea that my backup quarterback is making the the most important pass of the game at that point. I yeah, and I think if I'm the if I'm the OC and you question me about it after the game, I'm going to say, hey, we ran the play, worked perfectly by the way. Guy was open, guy yep. was wide open, yep. and I've seen that kid make a ton of great throws this sure. year. And I he know. has, by the way. I know he's it's, it's college kid too. I don't so think I'm not he crush. knew. I don't I, think I'm, he knew that was do or die. I really don't. It makes you wonder because he just threw it out of the back of the end zone. And I'm not going to, again, it's silly. I'm not going to crush a a college kid, especially one that, by the way, they wouldn't be in the bowl game if he didn't win against Oklahoma State. But to me, if anybody, it's it's the coaching decision more than I'm going to crush Jason Bean, who was ice, you know, the guy was ice cold. The guy had, what, two pass attempts the entire game or or the last month and a half? And KU, I mean, honest, even as a KU fan, they were lucky to be in that game. They were lucky that that fumble call (laughs) went their way. They were lucky. I mean, talk about lucky. The targeting, dude. If I'm Arkansas, I'm saying, hey, what was that about? It was a bad targeting call. Like, were you guys just trying to extend this game? Is there somebody in your ear? I mean, seriously, I'd be going full conspiracy theory mode because I thought the game was over I, with that target. I go, okay. Yeah. So. Well, I, it would have been really, it would have sucked uh, just because of how great of a game it turned out to be, like, very anticlimactic if if all of a sudden the targeting call would have been, they would have come back on the mic and said, after review, there is no target on the play. That is the end of the game. Like, that would have just sucked. <laughs> so I'm glad, I mean, in that regard, for either team, that just would have been weird. But yes, that that was a that was a targeting call that was very beneficial towards the Kansas Jacks. What a wild bowl game uh, last night. We got plenty more bowl games to go, but that was that was just insane. I guess for me, it was just nice that at four thirty in the afternoon and on December twenty eighth to actually be caring about a Kansas football game. It was a weird time. It was a weird time of day to be caring about. It was. I was at general. A, I was at a sports bar down the street from my place, and there was a good like not just a, like six or there was it was a. Pretty full bar of KU fans at 4.30 on a Wednesday afternoon watching a KU football game. What? It's a unique experience for Kansas fans. Definitely is, man. Usually it's like the first week of November and <laughs> like the second late night happens. It's oh, yeah. we're done with football because our team's a laughing stock. Yeah. The, um, like to be able to care this long into the season. The Wildcats are the last hope for any of the local schools to win a bowl game this year. Of course, Missouri losing to Wake Forest. KU loses to Arkansas. Missouri well, or Kansas uh, State, a little tougher challenge uh, on Saturday. They're going to take on Alabama in the uh, Sugar Bowl down in New Orleans where the Wildcats are six-and-a-half-point underdogs. Let's get to the NFL, though. All 32 presented by Anthony Plumbing, heating, cooling, 
and electric. I mentioned it, it's trending. I want to talk more about Mike Vrabel, who I, I know Doug Peterson came out and, and made the comment, Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Jags, that he would never do this. It's week 17. There's still something to play for. But Mike Vrabel is essentially resting everyone tonight on Thursday night football. And a real is a real game. Week 17, his team's not eliminated from the playoffs. In fact, they're very much alive, and they need to win next week against Jacksonville to win their division, to win their division. He's not starting multiple key play, not just like three. I'm talking like eight, 10, 12 guys. It is a preseason game tonight for the Jet, for the Titans against Dallas. And it makes all the sense in the world. And I think other coaches should take note if they're in the scenario like this. In fact, I think Philadelphia should take note. I think if I'm Nick Sirianni, I should be viewing this similarly. What game matters more? For both for Philadelphia, next week's game is actually more important. For this week, what 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 game is more important for Tennessee tonight or next week against Jacksonville? Next week against Jacksonville, because if you're not familiar with the scenarios, both Tennessee and Jacksonville could lose this week. Both could win. One could win. One could lose. It doesn't matter. It really it doesn't matter. It's win and you're in next week against each other. So why not rest up? Your team's lost six in a row anyway, so you're in a funk. It's a Thursday game, so you're going to get another 10 days now. Get everybody as healthy as possible. Just focus in on the Jags because that's your season next week. And if you beat them, you win the South. If you lose, your season's done. I think it's a very smart approach from Mike Frabel. And it's rough for those of you playing fantasy football. And, 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 Sorry, no Derrick Henry. But tonight. what I mean, have you thought about the kids? What what I, message does <laughs> this send to the to the youth of America, to the children who are watching and, and want to see players try hard and win football games? Are you worried about like how that's going to scar no, the youth? No, I'm not. I, I'm not. Okay. Someone said, "Yeah, <laughs> Vrabel's trolling fantasy football owners." Again, if you're championships this weekend, you have Derrick Henry. I'm sorry. I'm going against somebody. Oh, did I mention, Henry, so did I mention that I also it. about the fantasy football? Not only is the guy have hurts hurt to a hurt, he also has Derrick Henry. That's the guy I'm playing in a championship. Love I it. mean, it doesn't get worse for that send guy. A, send a gift card to, uh, to Mike Watch, if I If I lose to him, I'll be very upset. So I'm going to give you uh, this. I'm going to give you a, uh, an NFL starting quarterback's uh, statistics over the last month of football, okay? And I want you to tell me who you think it is. Uh, This player in four games completed 57% of his passes, averaged 175 yards per game, threw two touchdowns, three interceptions, had a QBR of 37.3. Any guesses? No. Okay, no guesses. (laughs) No guess. Uh, Okay, great. Um, Deshaun Watson, (laughs) starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, I think we all sort of said this when he was coming back week 13. We said, well, you know, it's going to be a he hasn't played football in a year and a half, two years. So it might be a little while before he gets going. I don't know if I expected it to be this bad. Deshaun Watson, as it currently stands, we can talk about what he was in Houston. Right now, what we're seeing is, I mean, bottom rung quarterback play in Cleveland. He's not going to be that next year, though. So my all 32, Alex, is... uh, Deshaun Watson's contract will go down as the worst contract in NFL history because he is Russell no, well, Wilson. He, yeah, yep. No, you know what's going to go down as the worst contract? What? There's this guy. Let me tell you. Let me, I don't know if you were aware. There's this guy that he calls himself Mister 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 Unlimited. No, this guy's worse. And in Denver, and he just got a huge contract, and he is the worst quarterback in football. And so he, no, Deshaun Watson's worse. The worst, the worst trade. My guy's contract. worse than your guy. Your guy's well, better than my guy. I mean, guy. 
Deshaun's a worse person than Russ, but as far as a worse quarterback, no, you got to uh, take it all. You got to factor that in. Deshaun Watson will be a better quarterback than Russell Wilson next year. That's not even. A I'm question. not. I'm still not convinced that Deshaun Watson won't just suck ass forever. Uh, I am convinced that next year he'll be a top 15 at least quarterback in the league. Yeah, you would have said that last year about Russell Wilson, wouldn't you? Yeah. And there would have been nothing at the time and Deshaun I could have Watson's done not to convince years you. Old. Deshaun Watson's not 34 years old. But I couldn't have, if I would have told you that last year, you would have said, quarterbacks play in the late in their 30s all the time. Look at Tom Brady. For look sure. at Drew Brees. Look at Aaron Rodgers. So I don't I, think it's an age thing. I just think he sucks now. I think it's the, I think he is do being you, cursed. Do you, do you think he sucks? Or are you just, yeah. no, I think he or, sucks. Or are you hoping? No, I think are, he are sucks. Are you hoping he sucks because of all the off the field stuff and I how terrible think, of a person he I is? I think he's been hexed and I think he sucks now. Someone says Watson's team actually does like him, unlike Russell Wilson's teammates. Which is weird. Which is weird. Isn't it? It's a little weird. It's very strange. That's all 32 in the NFL, presented by Anthony Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric. Let the record show I don't support Deshaun Watson. Yeah, neither do I. No, but just let it show that I don't. Well, that's, I'm glad you got that on the record. People were really concerned. They were really concerned. Well, says this all seems like a HIPAA violation. Nick? For who? For you, I think. No, I think you're talking about the. I think you're talking about the Titans benching everyone. Oh, well, they're just resting. Is that HIPAA violation? They're just resting, resting. I don't know. It's, it's like as Dane and Hughes told us earlier. It's like load management in the NBA. And yeah, it stinks. If you have tickets, this game's in Nashville tonight, by the way. Uh, if you have tickets to the Titans Cowboys game and you bought those tickets three months ago, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. You're going to see a preseason game. But, but. It might save your chance of winning the division and making a playoff game. So I think it's a nice trade-off. Yeah, just just plug your nose and and tune away. Like I wouldn't even watch. Tonight. Are you watching at all tonight? No. I'll be honest. I don't know. If the Chiefs I, were playing, okay. If the Chiefs on yeah. Sunday, if they play, okay. If they rested, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Orlando <laughs> Brown Jr. Uh, Chris Jones, George Karloftis, Nick Bolton. Mm-hmm. Are you watching? Of course, yes. I'm Why? Still... Why? I will watch every Chiefs regular season game. But that's not a regular season game. You just said it yourself. That's a preseason no, game. It's, it is like a preseason game, but it's not. But it is, though, you know, because it doesn't matter, and there's no good players. If you're playing. a diehard Titans fan, you're still watching your team play tonight. I don't think so. Hey, take the wife out. This is where we, you and I just differ in general. Like you, you and Cody just never watch any of the Thursday games anyway. But, the, but, but you'll watch anything. Any NFL game, yeah. It could be a bunch any of toddlers. I think if they put, if they put <laughs> Chicago Bears helmets and Jacksonville Jaguar <laughs> helmets on a bunch of three-year-olds, you would watch it. I think it. I could get you to watch it. That was the case. I think, I think you uh, might. But I think no, you like, might. if it's an NFL game, especially with playoff implications now, every game does have that. Like, yeah, I'm going to watch Except for... Tonight's game. Tonight does have playoff implications, though, with the Cowboys. That's what what for, are the implications? If if the Dallas Cowboys somehow lost, that that then the division's done. The Eagles don't have to play starters the rest of the season. Yeah. Stuff like that. I mean, honestly, it's, it's that. That's it. From a, that's really it. Tonight. But I don't really care about that. You know. Eh. Someone says, "Are there any diehard Jaguar fans?" No, those don't exist no, yet. I haven't. I, we've joked about that before. I, I've th- all thirty-two teams in the NFL. I think I've either met someone or seen. There's some fa- like what? What fa- have you never seen someone wear a jersey? <laughs> of? The Jags would be very. I'm raising my like very high on the list. Like we've all seen, of course, Raiders jerseys and Broncos and Cowboys. 
Giants, Jets. I'm trying to think if I've ever come across a Jaguars fan in my life. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I have. I've come across Lions fans. I also don't think I've ever met a Texans fan. I I live, but you lived in Houston, Houston, so I guess that's different. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, what other fan base could you say? Like we've all seen. I've seen Cleveland Browns fans before. We've obviously seen Cincinnati fans at Arrowhead last year and stuff. Don't uh, I met one Chargers fan? Met one Chargers fan. He's not even from there. The only time I met a chart was when I was when I was living out in Boise because there's actually there that's a weird city where there's a mix of there's a ton of Raiders fans, Seahawks fans. Most people aren't Dallas. LA fan, like most people are yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Broncos fans. They show a lot of West Coast games. Yeah, no, I've never met a Jags fan. I'm hoping to one day though. <laughs> that, I think it'd be so special. Goal, goal of yours? Yeah. Well they might I mean they they might win the AFC South. Maybe the few more will will pop up. That's right. If the Chiefs host them in a playoff game, potentially. That could happen. It could happen. Yeah. If the Chiefs get the one seed, Jags mm-hmm. win the FC South, they beat five seed Ravens. Boom. Then Jacksonville's coming to Kansas City for a division round game. It's helpful that you have all these playoff scenarios just like ingrained in your head already, because I have to look them up. I, I just, yeah, there's too too many. Too many too many. I had I, too many. Big brain stuff. Too many. All right. Coming up next, though, thinking of implications. Monday night football. There's none bigger for the Chiefs than what happens on Monday night between Buffalo and Cincinnati. We'll take a deeper dive into that game and the random question of the day. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I feel like this song is the, uh, like, if you're watching, a, like, a late-night uh, comedy show or late-night talk show or whatever, and it's, like, the final segment of the show, and they're like, this is, well, before before she started singing, but, like, just. Yeah, the, you can't change it now, though. The, be- the beginning of the, the beat. It sounded like, it's like, it's, it's like 10.45 or 10.55, and the show's mm-hmm. about to end. It's just kind of the final segment, and it's just walking off. But we still have an hour and a half of the show to go. I think this is a, I think this is a, this is a song that you hug your, your five-year-old daughter, too, at the end of the night when you're putting her in bed. Hmm. She's I crying. I She's crying because she doesn't, she doesn't think it's bedtime yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This well, is where not having anybody on the show with kids makes it a little hard to imagine. I've, I've, been, I've seen kids, though. So, so <laughs> I've been around them. Good to know. Yep. Hmm. Are you, gonna, are you going to actually go golfing? I keep asking you. Hmm? You're going to go golfing today. No, no. It's look 60 at degrees. Not windy at all. I'm not that guy. I'm not it's not the, windy at all outside. I'm not, it's just 60 degrees. I know. Uh, I'm not the guy who's like anytime it's above 40 because there's a, I have a lot of friends who are like this. Anytime it's above 40 between the months of like November and March. It's like, we got to get out. Do you think Dusty, if he wasn't doing the afternoon show today, would Dusty's he Dusty's a busy there? guy. Dusty's I think, working. I know he's doing the afternoon show today. Dusty, I thought, was the type of guy where if it's above 60. Or, or, or the guy that's hosting with you tomorrow, Rob but, Collins. But I also, I have to have, I have to play with someone else. I can't go out and play golf by myself. Oh, okay. It people just, do, though. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. I just, it to me, like, I need, even if it's a little, I need a little competitive edge. Or just someone else to talk to. I don't like to be out in the course for an hour just, like, zipping around. And I don't keep myself honest. I'll just, like, pick up and... Okay. I need someone there to keep me honest. I'm sure there's there's if you were to drive by a few golf courses, there's there's a few people out there today. Beautiful day uh, in Kansas City. Someone also says, Nick, the song you chose is a song for douchey 
makeup sex. I don't think I've ever had douchey makeup sex. <laughs> that came in from the 816. Have, have you? Do you know I what that's not, like? I, I have not experienced douchey makeup sex. No. Okay. That's not the random question of the day. I have promise. you ever had douchey makeup? Uh, we can add that to the list. We already have a question coming up okay. in, in a couple of minutes. Also, Paul Charchian, 25 minutes away from guillotineleagues.com. I, I mentioned the Monday Night Football game, though, because it doesn't get any better than this for a Monday Night Football game. It's week 17. It's the the Cincinnati Bengals and the Buffalo Bills, right? The two teams have 23 wins combined. That's the most this late in the season for a Monday Night game uh, since 1997. And the most ever since they started playing on Monday nights in 1970. So pretty, pretty crazy to think about just the quality of team. And we also know massive implications right here in Kansas city. If Buffalo wins that game, it becomes very unlikely that Kansas city can get the one seed. If Cincinnati wins and the chiefs move right back into the driver's seat, assuming Kansas city can take care of both Denver. And then now in week 18, they're going to go up against the Las Vegas Raiders team that's running out Jared Stidham. They got other veteran players that they're going to bench. We just mentioned Mike Vrabel benching players. Well, the Raiders are doing it in an opposite way. It's They're technically still alive, but the Raiders are just saying, all right, we're 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 going to roll out Jared Stidham. We're going to keep Derek Carr healthy so we can cut him probably right around the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl and save ourselves you know, $40 million or so. Um, we know who the, the Chiefs want to win Monday night because you're trying to get the number one seed. But the, the outcome of the game, how much does that change, do you think, who you'll want to avoid? Because right now I can ask you the question, like, oh, who, who do you want to play? Who do you don't want to play? I told you, Danon disagrees with me, uh, Danon Hughes. I, I said, hey, I don't, I don't want to play Cincinnati. I've seen what happened in three games. Um, I, I, I don't want to play them. He said he wants to play Buffalo because of the competitive nature. Uh, he wants to play Cincinnati because of the competitive nature. It's like, all right, we, you beat us three times. I, we, we, we want to beat you. I get it. If Cincinnati, though, Nick beats Buffalo, helps you get the one seed, but beats Buffalo, and they have wins against you and Buffalo this year, and they're, I still think, right now, the hottest team in football other than the 49ers. They haven't lost since week eight. Yeah. If they do that, like, how, how can you keep saying the answer is Buffalo? Like, if if they, I know they're at home, but if Cincinnati beats Buffalo, I, I, I just don't know how you can convince yourself anymore that, oh, it's tougher to play Buffalo. They would have beat you and Buffalo in the same season. And, you know, it's just depending on that, the Lael Collins Offensive line injury uh, and whether or not you believe that that's a huge, huge impact for them or not. Well, to answer your question, how much does the outcome of that game impact who I want to play? A ton. Because right now my answer is I don't want to face the Bills. I know the Bills have staying power in a way that, like, I just expect the Bills to be to come ready to play. And I know that the Bengals are 3-0, and but they're yeah. still relatively new compared to the Bills who have been around for three years. If the Bengals beat the Bills and then on top of that, they finish their season by beating the Ravens and what will be another big game, then all of a sudden I'm going to say, okay, this is happening again. The Bengals are rolling, entering the playoffs, and they look like they're on a death march to the AFC Championship game again. That's the team that I would be a so little bit fearful of. So that would swing it for you. Yeah. I, I'm but already if the Bills, there. But if the Bills take down the Bengals, I would say, okay, they are mortal. Like, the Bengals can be had. They're not just this team that becomes unstoppable this time of year. I think that's fair. I mean, if, if Buffalo beats Cincy, then it – it shows they can beat a, a team of that quality without Von Miller as well. Like that's my big question for can they beat can Buffalo defensively be good enough to 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 beat Joe Burrow defensively to beat Mahomes without Von Miller in a playoff game? And I know this is it's essentially this is essentially a playoff game on, on Monday Night Football. I mean these are two teams that nobody would call you crazy if you predicted them both to be in the AFC title game. I know the seeding may not work out for that to be possible, but 
you wouldn't you wouldn't think it's nuts if someone said, "Oh, Bills Bengals right now, AFC title game." But you 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 can make a strong argument that that would be a matchup. Um, I understand the Chiefs' margin of of defeat against Cincinnati is so small in those three games, and so it's not like Cincinnati's destroyed you. But yeah, it, it's it's already Cincinnati, and man, yeah, if Cincinnati beats Buffalo, and I hope that's what happens on Monday night, so the Chiefs get the bye. Um, whew, I, I just don't know how you can't look at Cincinnati and, and, and take them even more seriously than you already do. Well, it's just the Bengals, like, or with the Bills, what is their weakness? I can point to the Bengals and say there are areas, you know, the defense, They, I don't know how much I love the secondary. The Bengals, or the Bills are just like such a complete team and have been for two years now. You're a top five offense, you're a top five defense. There aren't they many are, teams in the NFL who can say that. They are. The only thing that they, that's been different for them this year is we know what kick, you know, the, the what quarterback they have and what capabilities Josh Allen has. But this year, there's been some more cracks maybe than we've seen since his rookie year. That's the only part that's a little weird about them. Like, of course, their weakness is not Josh Allen. That's not what I'm saying. But just the the performance of him this year, there's been spurts that have looked like rookie year Josh Allen randomly. Now, that didn't happen the last couple of weeks, and we'll see how they finish the season. All it takes, if Josh Allen throws for 320, runs for 80 yards, has three or four touchdowns combined and beats the Bengals, then okay, well, then, there, then there's really no worry. In fact, you'll see people that will try to do the mental gymnastics to talk themselves into Josh Allen being a MVP winner again. Like, that's what will happen. Oh, that will. Totally. Even though Joe, Joe Burrow has a better chance of. But if, if Buffalo beats Cincinnati, then Buffalo's probably the one seed, and so people will say, oh, he's the quarterback of the best team in the AFC. That This, this is the, the mental... Uh, gymnastics people will go through. Patrick Mahomes, we, we told you a couple days ago, to me it's over. MVP race is over. He's going to win it. But there will, who, whatever quarterback, if there is one on Monday night that looks great or dominant over the opposing team in that marquee game, all eyeballs are going to be on it. Whoever that quarterback is in that game that does that, if that happens, that next day, I can promise you, one of the talking heads on the national debate shows will make the case that, oh, look what he's done head-to-head against Mahomes this year, and now he just did it against blank team, and now they might be the one seed for sure. Like, it'll happen on Monday, or on Tuesday morning. Guarantee you it happens. It'll be annoying, but it'll happen. That's what we do with big games, though. I know. We draw grand conclusions off one game as opposed to, you know, the 16 games that preceded it. Who do you think, if, if the Chiefs, let's say it's at Arrowhead, I guess neutral site's a fun way to do it, but let's say AFC title game, both teams are healthy, Chiefs hosting Cincinnati, Chiefs hosting Buffalo. What do you think the spreads are in each of those games? I think the Chiefs are favored in both. Remember, the Chiefs were underdogs at home to Buffalo in the regular season. Now, AFC title game's different, and the Chiefs are not a banged-up defense the way they were when they played Buffalo the first go-around. I think the Chiefs would be... one-point favorite. I think the Chiefs would be... Yeah, I think the Chiefs would be actually about two-point favorites over Buffalo in that circumstance. one and a half. And And I think it'd be a pick-em against Cincinnati. Really, because I think it would be like one and a half versus Buffalo and then like two and a half versus Cincy. And more points against Cincy. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I got, obviously, it depends on how everybody's playing at that point. But Cause I just think it's so – I know the Bengals are, are as hot as anybody in football. Chiefs and kryptonite, the man, Bills, right the, now. Yeah, but I look back on – and I think the way Vegas would look at it and say, the Chiefs lost to both those teams, but they lost by three points. The floor for the Chiefs is higher than anybody in the NFL. Like they they lost to the Colts that seems like eons ago. Even though like you can look at the individual score and just say loss, loss to both of those teams. They're nail biters. The Chiefs are in every single game they play in, 
which isn't necessarily the case for everybody else in these, in these other contenders in the AFC. All right, let's get to the random question of the day. Random question. Random question brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. Reminder, coming up in 15 minutes or so, we'll talk to Paul Charchian of guillotineleagues.com. I, I want to tell you a story that was going to be part of the trash of the day, but it brings up a question that I had. So real quick, uh, there was a, a car wash in Texas uh, that froze during they had like a cold blast. For them, it was a cold blast, right? The cold weather swept through Texas, led to a car wash being frozen solid, and it, it damaged it. There was actually a car inside it looks like of the of like the car wash all right and but like the water it all instantly froze essentially there's a photo of this and so it ruined the car wash because all this water and it just just froze like a damn igloo okay that's i don't even want to talk too much about that other than like what the hell car wash membership have one of them i don't know if you do how many memberships do you have that's the question what are your Uh. memberships that you have because I, I do have a car wash membership, and it is, like, the greatest thing ever, by the way. Because so do my do- cause I. It my, is, yeah. Because I also sometimes the dog will be in the car, and she sheds, so I can easily go use the free vacuums that you're supposed to use only if you have a membership or you pay for the car wash. Well, somebody told me a few and, years ago that even this time of year when you, like, your impulse says not to get your car washed because it's just going to get dirty again, that you should do it because the salt, like, the stuff they put on the roads can actually, like, damage the paint on your car. So I learned that a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, and the then, salt, for sure. So that's when I got the, the car wash membership. Well, you have that but, luxury vehicle. You gotta yeah, keep you got to protect it, man. You got to protect the paint. Uh, I don't know beyond that. Like, I'm not. I don't do Costco. Uh, I mean, I'm not even talking about like. Obviously, you have Netflix and things like that. I, yeah, those are like just subscriptions. Subscriptions, not memberships. Yeah, the only. I'm trying to think membership. It, I think it's just the car wash membership. I have so many more subscriptions than I should have, though. I think I have like a, I have like a some fantasy football advice. Like I get like dinged. wait what? Like it's like seven ninety nine a month. You pay it's for it's for Dynasty League dog for fantasy football. Listen, tools. listen. We've got free advice from Dusty on Sunday mornings. We got free advice from Charge in fifteen minutes, and you're Dynasty paying. League. Dynasty League. Charge can give Dynasty advice. I can't just like text him every time I have a question. You answer a question if you had one. Yeah. But I have lots of questions, lots? like okay. multiple times a week. Yeah, and Dynasty's so niche. Too. It's like you don't like ESPN's not writing about it. Fantasy Pros doesn't have articles they're putting up every don't single you week. Have a member- maybe, didn't you, don't you have a membership for some food service or something? Food service? Don't you get food delivery? You have like a... No, like the like the um, the meal delivery? That's no, my- I've never done that. Oh. I've had, I've, like my girlfriend has it, so like I've, oh, I've had it. it and sometimes she'll get it like rerouted it. to my house when she's in okay. town. Someone says they... Uh- they have a car wash membership, a gym membership, a Costco membership, a Sam's Club membership. I had a gym membership the until... The Costco and the Sam's Club membership is interesting to me. Why do you need both? Yeah. I feel like you would just have one or the other. Interesting. I feel like you'd just go with one of the warehouses. I uh, I used to have a gym membership until it just like got included in my apartment. Same. I'm with you. Yeah, there's no reason for me but to But you know what? That hasn't stopped them from emailing me <laughs> 17 times a week asking me to come back. <laughs> and every single time, here's the miraculous thing. It's always a last-minute deal that it's my, it's my last chance to get in on. Well, yeah, man. Yet, you know, 24 hours goes by, and they've extended the deal yet again. Yeah. It's unbelievable, well, man. Well, I just break it to you. We're about to turn over to a new calendar year and New Year's. There will be nothing it, well, but there's those. an end-of-year deal, man. Well, first beginning of the year, New Year, New Year's resolution. I mean, I only gym have membership. They're telling me I only have eleven hours to act, so I don't know what to do. I have a decision to make. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, on TV, man, it says if 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 you're one of the first five hundred callers, then then you get that discounted price because clearly that's how it works. When there's a TV commercial airing at two a.m., clearly they're they're keeping track. Same deal. 
Someone uh, also says Costco has things that Sam's Club doesn't and vice versa. They go out of town, there might be a Costco, but not a Sam's Club. Okay, so if you travel a lot. Okay. Otherwise, that seems like a little expensive to have the Sam's Club and the Costco membership, both. But if you're traveling, I guess I could understand that a little bit more. Also, someone's saying, Nick, they love you. Please don't block them. Why would I block you? They call this a certain word. They call this what? A certain word that I can't repeat. What's it begin with? A P. What, what do we do? That's <laughs> I didn't know. What did I do? I, you know? no, they, I don't know. They weren't happy with our conversation about playing who. Basically, the, the, the text was, you bleeps, you play who you play, you beat who you beat. Do you lose to who you lose to? It's not any simpler than that. I mean, it's I tough to why. argue. Tough to know. argue with him. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't see any lies. That's the random question of the day. Someone says, Nick, don't you have an adult website membership? <laughs> no. No, I've never delved into the uh, pay-for-play <laughs> That's the, that the pay-for-play. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, I guess there are people who need, the, you know, the premium <laughs> channels and, <laughs> and uh, you know, on-demand I'll never content. understand why anybody ever pays for any of that. I don't either. But, you know... We all have our our vices and things that you know. We're like yesterday, to we talked for. about. We talked about yesterday. There's a uh, the first ever U.S. sports book slash strip club combination happening right. in D.C. And, you know, some of those people who may be paying you know fifty dollars a month for an OnlyFans subscription, they may think you're crazy for paying twenty five dollars a month for a car wash subscription. They might. They might. They might. You know, you're just two different people with different needs. They keep raising. They keep raising the membership on the uh, the old car wash. Oh man, water and electricity prices. You should check yours. I think it's gone up. Mine was like twenty eight. Wow, it's well, we'll have to talk after the show. What are you? What are you paying? It's more than that? Oh, like a lot more? Eh. I mean, by adds up. It's not like let's put it this way. It's not just a dollar more. Well, let's just put it this way. <laughs> Travis Kelsey and I go to the, oh. get our car wash at oh. the same place. Oh, so you support his business? Yeah, I do. That one's not near close enough to me. Ah, uh, see, they're everywhere. Mm, Doing a really good job more, not giving away free advertising right pop, now. More of those red and black color scheme ones are popping <laughs> okay, up. Well, that's just giving <laughs> it away. That's just giving it away. Thank you for that. No problem. Appreciate you, uh, appreciate you giving us some heads up on that. Can someone explain to me real quick why T.O. is seeking attention so badly? Yes, that T.O., the 49-year-old Terrell Owens. He claims he's been in contact with the Dallas Cowboys to be signed by Dallas. You're 49 years old, man. You haven't played since 2010. Is he bored? Does he just want attention? His agent claims he's been in contact with the Cowboys. All this talk about the Cowboys signing Odell Beckham Jr. and that he's going to sign 49-year-old Terrell Owens. Dude, that guy will never stop playing football or trying to play football. There was football. a story a year or so ago that he, that he contacted Andy Reid. Remember that? It happened in Kansas City. But you're 49, you played in 2010. His agent told SI.com that he's been speaking with Jerry Jones's office in recent days about returning so to like the Cowboys. So like his receptionist? Maybe. He's ready to contribute and play in any role, big or small. Well, it's not going to be a big role. He's, he's not, 49 years old, C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown, Michael Gallup not moving aside does for 49-year-old too. What attention? Does this not sound like a guy who's like, he's like calling Jerry Jones's office and then the, the receptionist, Hello? Hey, hey, tell him I'm not here. <laughs> well, to me, it's no different than me saying, 
hey, Nick, I, I called the Chiefs and I told them, I talked to them about playing running back. And it's like, you just called the customer service line and said, and you said, you, you talked to the Chiefs. You talked you, you talk to the Chiefs. He never got anywhere with it. This what is he trying to promote something? Honestly, this seems like hey, a sounds, guy that's bored that his name's not mentioned anymore. Uh, it sounds like a guy who might be broke. No, I don't think the heel's broke. I don't know, man. Now he did run in fairness. Why won't he, he did, stop? He, Why won't he just quit, dude? In fairness, he did run a four five forty yard dash at age forty nine. Okay, who timed it? You know? I don't know. He every day he runs hills at three AM, including on Christmas morning. I don't believe okay. He says oh he's gosh. a legend. Okay. It says his agent says his okay. agent says he's a legend. Who is it? Drew we make, we, no, Greg Daniels. We want to make history. See him break these record. If anybody can do it, it's him. His three D's are <laughs> desire, dedication, and discipline. You know, like a like a that's a, that's like a banner that was in my middle school gymnasium. Remember the three D's, kids. I'm waiting for desire, this. discipline, and determination. We're gonna find out. It's gonna be Super Bowl Sunday morning. The Chiefs are getting set in Arizona to play the San Francisco 49ers and there's going to be a Super Bowl commercial that pops on and it's going to be Chad Johnson and T.O. unretiring and playing football. The same commercial they did for soccer, but they're going to make it for football. It'll be for like Hyundai. And it's going to be for football instead of soccer and it's going to be mentioning Jerry Jones and the Cowboys and we'll all look back and say, oh yeah. You know, here's the thing. I love it when they're just like, he's in great shape. No, no one said that like Terrell Owens doesn't work out anymore. (laughs) I get it. Like that, I, I understand that it's possible that guys would quit playing football and not completely just give up on their bodies. Yeah. So I believe that Terrell Owens runs hills every morning. That's not unbelievable. Three, by the way, who? What who I don't believe. Up at three a.m. to do. That? What I don't believe is that Terrell Owens at age forty nine <laughs> would last one quarter in an one NFL hit. game. One hit. He even just he just shit. vaporizes. His bones just. Turn into liquid. Of course, he picked the Cowboys. Of course, he picked the Cowboys too. Like it wasn't like he didn't claim that the Bills are ta- talking to him. <laughs> yeah, because he knows there's only one team that'll even answer the phone. It's like Jerry. Hey, you want to make a splash, Jerry? I, I just don't. He. We're supposed to believe also. He's getting up at 3 a.m. on Christmas morning to run hills. Honestly, legit question for those of you that are workout warriors and props to you. If you're getting up at three or four to work out, do you guys go to bed at eight o'clock at night? He's yeah. Got, just, what? Yeah. How, how does, what? You go to bed at 8 o'clock? Yes. What? What do you mean, what? What do you keep that saying? Because there's sporting events on. They don't care about those things. There's things on television. Hey, hey turns out Mark they Wahlberg. Watch, they don't watch the Final Four. They don't watch the Super Bowl that gets over at 9.30 at night. Yeah. Hey, hey, man, there are people who do other things than what you do. So, like, Mark Wahlberg, who wakes up at 4 a.m. and, like, yeah. works out four times. Eight? He that's is up weird. at four, so he's tired by eight. But, I'm, but yeah, do you not understand how like clocks work? I understand that you'd be tired, but that's my point. Adjust your schedule in the other way. Why are you going to bed at eight o'clock? Because they want to wake up early. People feel good waking up early. I know you and I don't, but like, like Bob and Josh get up, I think around four fifteen because they got to be at work at six, and they go to. I think they're in bed by nine o'clock or eight thirty. But that's like because of their job, not because they're getting up at three to work By out. By the way, like, yeah, somebody on the text line brings up a great point. Tara Lowe's isn't driving 10 minutes down the street or like walking, you know, to the apartment building. He's got a massive gym in his basement. So he just wakes up Still. and goes downstairs. And he probably, like, Mark Wahlberg has a personal chef who's like putting I can't out even smoothies. And getting up at three and going to bed at eight o'clock at night every night. That what if someone suck. paid you like $10 million a year to do okay. it? Okay. Well, yes, Nick. Well, that's how they do it. He's not getting paid $10 million a year anymore, and he's still doing it. Well, I'm saying like the actors do. Oh, the actors. 
Yeah, I mean, if you knew you had a, a movie you were starring in, Nick, and you had to sh- start shooting the movie in eight months, and they said your only job was to get in shape, they're going to give you a chef, they're going to give you all this. Yeah, you could be jacked in eight months. I have no doubt. Anybody that, that that's so your only job. All we need job. is a studio. All we need to find is one studio. One studio. To give to us give a you, shot. Give us a role, and you don't have to. Your only job is to eat healthy and work out, and they're going to give you a chef. They're going to give you a personal trainer, and that's all you do for eight months. You'll be you'll be jacked. And steroids, and provide sure. us with steroids. Yeah. I just. The 10 a.m. The, that's just I just can't imagine going to bed at eight o'clock every night. That just sucks. Yeah, because your life revolves around watching sporting events, which Fair. are often played at night. Right. So that's why I don't know how that works. You'd have to stop watching sports. Then I'd have to get a new job. What if they paid you ten million dollars? Will that be the new job? <laughs> that would be the new new job. Coming up next, Paul Charchi, and we'll find out how early in the morning Charch gets up for fantasy football prep. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on tonight's Cowboys-Titans game, and what do you do if you're in your fantasy football championships? Next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.